0: This podcast contains explicit language and adult themes. Please take care while listening. Welcome to the Naughty Bookworm Podcast, where your unapologetic, steamy romance reviews live wild and free. Be sure to be in your cozy corner with your blanket and favorite beverage in hand and be ready to talk some smut. Welcome back to my channel, ew, I always do that. Welcome or welcome back to the Naughty Bookworm podcast. You know it's your girl, Elizabeth Ford. You can call me Liz for short, I have decided. Um, But if you are new here, welcome to the club. I've already made a conscious decision to let you know that you are a regular member. And you are required to be in attendance every week on Thursday at eight p m and we'll be all going to help together because of the amount of smut books we're going to be reading. You know you're interested, that's why you pressed it, so sit back, stay a while, and let me let you know how this show's gonna go down. So each episode, I give my re- reactions to the latest steamy or romantic book that I've been reading. And it's not your typical, I take each episode and it's a different book. No, I want to go into deep detail as if this is a real book club. And in a real book club, I don't think we're going to be finished with the whole book and then talk about the whole book all at once. You might, but that's not my perfect book club. Mine is to take a good bit of the chapters and then talk about them. Have a full-blown conversation and then go away and read the next set and then come back. That's that's what I'm thinking. So my it'll be my live reactions of each section within a book that I'm currently reading at that time and it'll take you from the first impressions and guesses of the plot all the way to my overall review of the book and rating of how spicy the book really is. And also because we are different we're special humans to be on the Naughty Bookworm Uh, we need some different titles. I don't want the typical one to five chili peppers. Nah. Special titles for my special smut sluts. So I I think I figured them out. And let me know what you guys think. So this is what my sister uh, brought up to me. These are what she offered. One is wet panties. Two is spot on the mattress. Three, put a towel down, followed by changing the sheets. And then finally getting rid of the whole mattress. I was like, okay. That's cute. I love that. Let's do it. And then I thought about it and I said, I need something that gives off. This is in no way turning me on at all. So I thought, okay, we can do bone dry. But I like the other levels too. So in my head right now, this is this is what I think it's going to be, which it can change in the future. But this is what I'm thinking. Number one is bone dry. Just added that one. That's the one where we can't do it at all. Number two, wet panties. Okay, that's cute. We kind of like her. We like her a little bit. But she's just not, it's not smutty enough for me. Right? Then we get to three. A little spicy. She got a little hit to it. It hits the back of the neck. It sneaks up on you. But then four, at that point, we got to put a whole towel down. So it's getting hot in here. Or is it just me? Like I need I need to take some layers off because this is ooh, it's getting to be too much. And then five, changing the sheets. I'ma need to read this in another room. But when it's the most exceptional smut book, it is the smuttiest of the smuttiest, it's the dirtiest book you've ever read. We gotta change that whole mattress. Because changing the sheets just isn't enough. I'm going to have to read this book when nobody's around. And that's the book that we want. That's the book that we need. That's why we love smut books. It gives us the reasoning as to why we want smut books. So those are what I have so far. I like them. I love them. But if you don't, and if you think that there's something even better for us, send in your titles by all means to... Um, The Naughty Bookworm Pod at gmail.com. So that is your first or second if you want to take it that way. But it'll be your first or second um, assignment for me. (laughs) So to keep moving along before I really get into the show, to get into our nitty gritty of it all. I cannot stand that word. I need another word. Other than nitty gritty, like maybe the meat and bones, the meat and potatoes. um, But anyway, to get really into it, uh, before we get there, I have a couple of other housekeeping notes that I want to say um, and just to clear some things up. So like I said, the email beforehand in the previous episode, I said Naughty Bookworm podcast, and that's not it at all. It is the Naughty Bookworm pod pod at gmail.com. I did check it like five times just to make sure I was correct. I wrote it down just to make sure I was correct and I am. So it is the Naughty Bookworm pod at gmail.com. I'm so sorry that I sent you guys to a, a wrong email, completely wrong. Um, also, I do have a Goodreads account. So the Naughty Bookworm has a Goodreads account um, that you can follow. You can see what I'm currently reading, what I'm looking to read. So they might be the the next couple books that we might hear on the podcast um, and books that I've already read. So if you don't have a Goodreads account, you should get one. Um, but if you do, you can follow me or friend me. Let's be friends at Lizzie Ford. It is L-I-Z-Z-I-E space Ford, F-O-R-D. And then in parentheses, it is the uh, letters T N. Bp the naughty book run podcast. Again, that's Lizzie Ford. Uh, parentheses Tnbp. I do most of my reading on the weekend, so you won't really see any updates uh, Monday through first Thursday, unless it's a holiday, and you'll see most of them on Friday through Sunday. I also joined the reading challenge. So that's Uh, the 2024 reading challenge for 100 books so if you want to join me there please definitely sign up let's have a competition let's encourage each other and if we do get enough people um that have joined me from this podcast then I am considering opening up a like a virtual book club in a sense that we can talk about what we liked about the book what we don't like I could get you guys's real times real time reactions just like mine and we can also talk about some other fun stuff too. And maybe we could give each other, you know, book recommendations and stuff. Let's just build a community out of this. That is the ultimate goal. I want this to be such a large smut book club community of my dreams, okay? Make it huge. Um, So if you're interested in that, let me know and I will set that up for us. And it could be on Goodreads. It could be on Facebook. I could set something up on Instagram. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll think it over. Um, Another thing I do want to talk about is the R rolling. I realized on the second episode that this is going to be a problem for me. I'm learning Portuguese, so sometimes I can't turn off the R rolling when there doesn't need to be any R rolling at all. So please just bear with me. I am learning a second language and it's it's hard <laughs> to like go back and forth right now. So, there's all of that. I do want to say last but not least that I I just want to give it up for the book talk and bookstagram girlies out there. They were doing something right when they decided to start annotating smut books because It's so fun. Now, granted, I used to read my books on iPhone a long time ago. So I would underline and highlight some things here and there. But I never imagined doing that with my physical copies. I completely felt like I was fucking up the book. But I didn't know it was going to be freeing fucking up the book copies. So also, I can just buy an additional cute untouched book for my bookshelf if I want to. But other than that, I love what I'm doing. i really like to, to mess up a good book. But let's move on to the rest of the episode. We have honestly a lot to cover. So this is our first reaction episode, so nobody knows what this is going to be like. But my vision for this episode is as follows. Oh, I have them split up into two halves. The first half will go over the summary of what I've read, which is a spoiler friendly for my pop for my plot girlies. Then we will move into my impressions of the characters and some quotes and scenes that were relatable, romantic, and of course, spicy. The second half will cover some of the things that I need to get off my chest, um, that I just really, I, I needed to share with somebody, as well as reactions to any plot twists that may be in the book. And some things that I really am looking forward to in the next few chapters, along with something special that I hope you guys like. I like it, um, but we'll see. And with that in mind, let's get into it. Okay. So in these chapters we meet our main players, Alessandra, due to full housewife. Think Brie Fandicamp. camp, um, not on the crazy side of Brie though. Just very. Let me not even say that. Okay, so in these chapters we meet our main players, Alessandra and Dominic Davenport. Alessandra, think dutiful housewife, um, very perfect, put together, um, and Dominic, who is the king of Wall Street. Um, The game is set, as there is an important trip that cannot be missed. However, when Dominic does, the life that they have built together is flipped upside down, and both husband and wife are at odds as they are on a path that neither of them sought out themselves for. That's wrong. Okay, so in these chapters, we meet our main players, Alessandra, think dutiful housewife very put together, and Dominic Davenport, which is the king of Wall Street. The game is set as we set... (laughs) Okay, y'all, so in these chapters, we meet our main players, Alessandra Davenport, Think dutiful housewife, uh, very well put together, um, just really also kind of standoffish. And Dominic Davenport, who is the king of Wall Street. The game is set as there is an important trip that cannot be missed. However, when Dominic does, the life that they built together is flipped upside down and both husband and wife are at odds as they are on a path that neither of them sought out for themselves. It was really in quite an interesting first 14 chapters of this read. Uh, But within these chapters, I got to learn so much about Alessandra and Dominic. So... Just really to give y'all my first impressions, I I did write a little bit. I, I put together a little bit something. So with Alessandra, the first thing I thought of was sassy AF with a small touch of drama. Like you could tell that she has been going through a lot. And honestly, I'm surprised that she stuck with this man for as long as she did. Because baby, the way I would have bounced, it would be no questions about it. But that's, that's just me talking out my butt. So I am really happy to have so many flashbacks in this book because we can see her personality previously. Um, this, this woman is so strong and she was so confident and she has such a calming light to her presence. So I am very grateful to see that side of her. Um, And yes, yes, I am talking about her as if she's a real person. I do it all the time. I go into, I go all in into these stories, okay? It makes the experience so much more enjoyable. So just try it. If this is something that you don't do, try it. And let me know if you enjoy it more or not. I feel like you will. So you should try it. Anywho. Uh the t- the heroine type for her I feel like she she's not your typical like kick ass heroine um, or like your typical sad girl heroine it would normally it would be one of the extremes in these types of books but she just she really feels like a real person to me um, it, it feels like I'm in someone's actual mind. And going through those thoughts. that It's for both Dominic and Alessandra. But she just feels so real to me. Um, And I can relate a lot to her. So on the note. I am so proud of her for choosing herself. Even when she doesn't think she is. Um, And even when it hurts the most. Like go off queen. Go off sis. Because we love to see it. We love to see it. Uh, So, with Dominic um, Davenport, ooh, baby, I, first thing I thought about was, this man is dense. And I honestly kind of wanted him to stop talking in chapter two, because he was just so oblivious, oblivious. And most of what happened could have been easily avoided through a quick phone call, like, hey, Babe, like clear communication. I just need a clear communication from him. Um, but I do I do want to commend him for his determination and his fighting spirit. Uh whatever this man puts his mind to, he does not relent, which is attractive. Um and honestly what we've learned about him so far through these flashbacks, does show that he has a mindset in both his personal and professional lives. Um, But he does struggle clearly with balancing it. And also, you can tell that he loves his wife immensely just by how quickly he goes into understanding the gravity of a situation um, that he's in with his marriage. And I am a firm believer of if a man sincerely cares for you, he'll do it. He'll do everything he can for you. So, I can already see some positive character development uh from him, but my question is, are you going to keep it up? Like are you going to back it up with some clear proof? You will, I need effort. I need effort and I need you to work it. I need you to kill it. Kill the game, okay? because you didn't understand the assignment the first time. I'm going to need you to understand it this time and get an A+. Plus. All right. But uh do I like him or do I not like him? I still don't like him. He has not won me over just yet. Not yet at all. He 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 needs to do some more work. But uh my most relatable moments for Alessandra, first and foremost, were chapter 5, page 26, chapter 10, page 60, and chapter 12, page 79. Um, And I did take a couple quotes from that, which doesn't take away from the book at all. So I'm not really spoiling anything. But I just wanted to give you guys some, a small brief of like, why those were really relatable to me. So The first one, chapter five, page 26, it says, I don't care about the fancy penthouse or clothes or jet. I would rather have a husband, a real one, not just one in name. Ah. Ah. You say that. Talk your stuff. Talk your stuff. Because honestly, me too. Me too. We are in this together. That is our husband. I felt that completely. And I would say the same thing if I was with my partner. Like I, I do not, I like material things, but I don't necessarily care about them as much. Like they don't define a relationship. I don't have to have that to feel like this is a true relationship. Like I need quality time. I need acts of service. I need words of affirmation. I need you to to be with me, be present. And I felt it. So I really felt that that was relatable. I may still be single, but I felt like that was relatable. That's what I'm looking for. Um, The second one was I wanted to take control and create my own future. I didn't want to be someone who puts herself last and, and do. And same and am because you should always put yourself first 110% with no ifs ands or buts about it love yourself first because when you die you, you die alone it's by, you're going you're going to the afterlife by yourself so you need to love yourself first and put yourself in everything all decisions and last but not least to go off of that and to piggyback off of that um quote the last quote is dreams were worth chasing <laughs> they absolutely are and i 110 percent agree dreams are worth chasing i'm doing one right now so Chase your dreams, folks. Chase those dreams. Run after them. Get them and kill it. I only have uh, one relatable moment for Dominic. Um, That is chapter 13, page 89. And it states I couldn't risk upending my future over someone else's criminal offense because we be snitches. I'm a snitch. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to jail for being accessory and for lying on the stand for you. We're not doing that. Who, who, who do that? Where do we do that at? Because it's not here. If, if someone tells me, if a police officer says, when's the last time you saw this person and I know where you were, I, I'm not going to completely say they was over there doing them dare and do, Right. But I am gonna say, oh no, they was over there because they called me beforehand. Now if they ask me if I knew that they were doing dare and do, I would say yes. Yes, officer, they did. They told me at this time. Would you like the text messages? Now I would please like to go and witness protection program because I will. I can't speak to my family again, but am I living? Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. Because I'm a snitch. So don't come to me. I'm not the one. I'm not the one. And I'm not. Um. Now, if you need me to be a getaway driver, as long as y'all don't tell me what y'all did exactly. And you say, pick me up at the bus stop three miles away from what y'all just did. So I can be completely out of it. That's cool. I'll do that. I'll come pick you up. That way, I can stitch and just say, I just picked them up at the corner. I don't know what the fuck they did. Because I ain't see shit. So, and y'all didn't tell me. Just don't open your mouth. Don't tell me everything. Because I'm a snitch. And I'm not going to upend my future over someone else's criminal offense. And I'm going to tell you straight from the jump. You should have known. <laughs> but those are my most relatable moments. I... there were a lot of romantic moments happening um, and a lot of reminiscing. Um, So there's not really romance as in present time, but there is a lot of reminiscing of the romantic moments um, in these first 14 chapters. So I want to go over a few quotes because I don't want to spoil the book for my ladies that are thinking about reading it or if this is your first episode that you're listening to i don't want to completely spoil this book for you so i just want to pull out a a couple or a quote um, from the book so chapter six page 32 says without her there was no me now this is paraphrasing But it was such an intimate moment that I just could not mention it. Um, oh, okay, never mind. Moving right along, uh, we do have, um, two about two I think romantic moments that I did want to talk about. Um, I am seeing a lot of reminiscing, um, reminiscing happening. So some scenes from the past really stood out to me, but I don't really want to spoil those for you. um, Especially if you haven't gotten to that part yet, or you still are thinking about buying the book to read it for yourself. So I do just want to go over a few quotes that I just felt were so beautifully said, um, that it would be a crime not to say them again. So we're going to say them again. Um, chapter 6, page 32. And it states, Without her, there was no me. Of course, it's Dominic. And I loved it. And we're just going to leave it there. Because he ate. Um, and also, um, this next one, which is the last one. Um, now, this is chapter 11, page 70. And this is paraphrasing, but it was so, it was such a good moment that I just, I could not mention it again, so we're going to mention it again. Dominic says, loosely, the song ended. She slipped her palm into mine. I drew her closer, careful not to move too fast, lest I spooked her. One dance, one song. One chance. Oh. Oh. One dance, one song, one chance. I loved it. It was beautiful. Oh. It was so cute. I, I liked it. I don't care what y'all say. This man is romantic. And we just, we just gonna call a buck a buck. Okay. And I love, I liked it. Okay. I still don't like him. Remember that. I still do not like him. But I do like what he said. And last but not least, the moment that y'all all been waiting for. Mm. The spicy moments. Ooh, there was three. There was 3 of them. The first one was in chapter 5, page 21 to 22. Uh, that was a that one was kind of a teaser. It wasn't all the way, and it was a flashback, so it wasn't the full on like thing, okay? Um, and it wasn't present, so, but it was still good. I, I felt like that was a really nice like. Oh, this is where that's this is the type of time we on. It was good. It did do that. Uh, chapter eleven, page seventy four. I'm sorry, seventy two to seventy four. That was the full on thing that that was the full-on thing um and then chapter 13 page 94 to 96 that was also the full-on thing now the other two were cute but this one this one when i tell you this spicy scene was a good one this man was fingering her with his fingers We're going to do it again. Okay. So to get to the moments that we've all been waiting for um, before we move right along to getting some things off my chest. Um, are there any romantic scenes? Are there any spicy moments? Like I know y'all sitting there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, first impressions. Character development, that's cute. But where's the nitty gritty? Where, where's the sexual moments? Like are there, is this our true smut like we want it to be? And let me tell y'all so far so far so good it's looking pretty good for us uh so starting off really dry really nice and sweet romantic moments um i'm seeing a lot of reminiscing happening right now so some of the scenes from the past really did stand out to me but i don't want to spoil those for you if you are going to read it which you should with me i might add um however if you haven't picked it up yet, you're not reading it just yet, not going to spoil them. But I do want to go over a, a few quotes that I just felt were so beautifully said that it couldn't hurt not to say them again. So, without spoiling a thing, okay? Just wanted to tell you for the umpteenth time. First one is chapter six. They're they they're from Dominic, um, his point of view. But the first one's chapter six, page 32. And he says, without her, there was no me. That was really sweet and I loved it. I do like that quote. I do. Um, And now this is paraphrasing, but it was such an intimate moment that I, I just couldn't mention it again. So chapter 11, page 70, Dominic says, loosely, the song ended. She slipped her palm into mine. I drew her closer. Careful, not too fast. Lest I spooked her. One dance. One song. One chance. (sighs) Swoon. (laughs) I love male POV so much. I do. Because if that's what men really think, if that's how... Men really think when they're trying to get a second chance the right way, I, yes, you can have me back. Absolutely. Of course. What do you mean? This is just, I loved it. I really, really loved it. So that was cute. But of course, alas, we must move forward to our spicy scenes. Is there sex? I would like to tell you yes. Um, A little bit. So chapter five is the first time we see it. That's page 21 to 22. That one was kind of a teaser. It it was also a flashback. So it was only a little bit about that scene and we didn't get enough. But I would love to have that extra scene available to us, please. And thank you. Um, The second one was chapter 11 that was page 72 to 74 now that was the full-on thing or everything was happening there and it was it was it was cute just like the first one it was cute they were cute but um but this last one chapter 13 page 94 through 96 when i tell you that scene was a good one it was a good one like this man was fingering her and while his fingers were inside pumping her, he made her say that she wanted him to, like, she wanted him to do it. Just for him to turn around and say, hold on, I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read it. I read it down. He said, hold on, let me get it. Hey. Hey. I know, I'm supposed to have it out, and I didn't have it out. And you're probably going to hate me like, oh my gosh, what is she saying? What does he say? Okay, here we go. Here we go. He says, not yet. I want you to come on my face first. Show me how much you want it. Like, oh my God, heaven above I did just sploosh a little bit. Not right now, but when I read it, I, I did. I did. And I absolutely love a man's POV because... Mm, I did. It was good. I just reminisced a little bit. Y'all should read it. It's really good. But the, those are the spicy moments, the romantic moments, the most relatable moments I could give y'all. Um... So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, I do want to get some things off my chest and then move on to what the plot twist would be. Uh, Don't worry if you don't want to hear those. I will have a little message to let you know what number or how long you need to skip for so that you can completely skip over that. Um, And then after that, we'll go over some things I want to look forward to. I got a little... Special extra thing for the episode that I don't want to tell you guys about right now you'll know when you find out, and then we'll we'll just call it a day from there, so let's take a little break and I'll be right back okay, so we're gonna start this section off pretty rough, and then we'll get to the rest of it um but. Here's some things I need to get off my chest, okay? I got roast beef with Dominic Davenport. So I'm going to need him to come to the stage front and center. Because let me get this straight. Y'all have been married for 10 years, together for 11 years. And for those 10 years, you've missed multiple dinner dates. And then you missed a counseling session. And on top of it, you wanted to put the little cherry on top of the Sunday, And for your 10th anniversary... Because you purposely pushed your thoughts of dinner for this emergency to the side and didn't, I don't know, call your wife, who, by the way, waited for you until 8 p.m., two hours after the flat time, until she realized she couldn't stand for any more and bounced. And you were surprised that she wasn't there waiting for you. Sir, you didn't charge your phone. You didn't call her, but you could have called your secretary or told your secretary to call her. Like, that's crazy to me. And you think that you could do all of that and it was going to be okay and all you would have to do is apologize and sorry, and be sorry for being late and y'all could spend the next two days in D.C. without having the whole weekend that was planned? That That's diabolical. That is absolutely diabolical. But... I am sure that there are some people out there who would say it's understandable that he feels this way, which I don't disagree with, um, that Alessandra has been sticking beside him this whole time and forgiving him. So of course he thinks this way or that it's like just a lack of communication. She shouldn't be that mad. Listen, I will dispute that part. I completely a hundred percent agree that the lack of communication is a very big problem in this relationship, but He's also an adult. He's a big boy. He needed to grow his big boy panties. And instead of being dense and and inconsiderate, he should have charged his phone the whole day. He should have reached out to his wife. The moment that he saw pandemonium happen outside, he should have called his wife immediately and spoken to her and let her know what happened. At least she wouldn't be waiting by the door until 8 p.m. For two hours. Like that's crazy. So one he's an adult. And then two. Nice people have breaking points and limits too. Shoot I do. (laughs) I know I do. So you shouldn't expect people to just wait on you hand and foot. And think that it's okay. Because it's not okay. So again I was so happy for her. And I can understand that he was shaken up. But. He really should have saw it coming and and that's it that that is the tea that's what I'm very, very upset about and these are my roast beef, so we're gonna leave it where it is, and we're just gonna move on from that so a couple other things that I wanted to to uh, take note of that I really thought were some important things to to talk about was chapter one uh page four when Alessandra said she had no reason to cry. Baby, just because you're a well-off does not mean you're not allowed to experience pain. Like, everyone's human. You're human. And honestly, anyone else that feels that way or feels like she felt and was it felt that that was relatable to them, stop it. Cry. I want you to cry your little heart out. Okay? Because it's okay and nothing is perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Her relationship's not perfect. It's not perfect. If everything was perfect, then would you really want to live in a world where that's just perfect all the time? Like, I feel like I would be trapped in a movie. Um, uh, The movie Stepped for Wives with Nicole Kidman. I think that's Nicole Kidman. Um, Everything was perfect in that movie and I absolutely hated it. She absolutely hated it. Like, that's crazy. Crazy talk, okay? So, um, that was the first thing. Um, In chapter five, first of all, (laughs) I was completely not expecting all the West should have uh, the divorce to happen so soon as she did. Like, Anna written this very well. Um, But I thought about it, and I don't think it's necessarily how soon... It was written. It was the way it was written that I was like, "Oh my God, it's so soon." Like I've really put myself in Dom's shoes right then and there, like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" <laughs> like I was taken aback. Uh, <laughs> like she said, "Baby girl called her husband, gave him her location very quickly, like transactionally." It was. Jane's born style, like born identity style. Call, location, hang up. And then once he got there, they had a little conversation then she was like, "I had it with you. I want a divorce." Like <laughs> Oh, that that was crazy. That was crazy to me. It was giving Tay dicks, dinging the the champagne bottle or the champagne glass, saying ding ding. My divorce. <laughs> like that was, that was crazy. Um, and if y'all, if you haven't seen that movie, it is Brown Sugar. Yeah. Brown Sugar with Tay Dix and Sonia lengthin, Queen Latifah's in it, uh, Most Def is in it, and a couple other people that are in it. It's a very good movie. I absolutely love it. It like focuses on the, the love of hip hop. But it's also a love story, and it's also a comedy. Like I would consider that a romantic comedy. It was really good. Um, so I was, I was taken aback, but, um, I was really happy, really really happy, for a couple reasons. The first one was the language cho- choice for this book. Um, she chose Portuguese, which, don't want to tip my own horn, but I was consistently learning. Portuguese on Duolingo for three years um y'all don't want to know how long I've actually been on Duolingo but I've been consistent for three years and that's a feat for me okay hashtag ADHD like it's good um we love to see it but I was really happy um and I loved that I could understand it without looking too much up but of course when Dominic was talking to her in Portuguese that sentence when he said I would do anything for you I sure did run the Google Translate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did and what and looked up what he said because I needed to know and I wasn't disappointed at all a hundred percent like for for you Glenn Coco I loved that part um and you want to know what I also loved Dante Russo CEO Russo Group Because that man said everything. All that I was thinking the whole time. I feel like everyone was thinking it. You were thinking it. I was thinking it. Somebody need to put that man in check. And he did. He was gathered. The same way that Dom gathered his secretary. Because fuck that bitch Martha. Gathered. Loved it. 100%. I lived for it. It lived for it. Um, Because, excuse me? Like how, like you're the problem, sir. Don't, don't try to think like this is coming out of nowhere, out of thin air, sir. No, it's you. It's, it's, it's you and I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. I lived for it. Um, And also, Alessandra was definitely completely done with her relationship. And you know the relationship is basically done in the dumps way. You don't share your wins with your partner. Like second anniversary of your press flower business. That That's crazy. And he didn't, I feel like he doesn't even know about your business in general. I really don't think he knows at all that she started the press flower business. I, I can't. And also I did, um, like, I didn't necessarily know what press flowers are. Side note, um, I looked it up on Google and like, they were really cute. It was really, really cute. Um, So especially when I saw like little press flowers in the shape of a bouquet, like from your like wedding bouquet, and then you could do a press flower collage of it. I love that idea. So I think I'm going to steal that for whenever i get married to my future husband partner person because that's gorgeous um but can we have a can we have an honest conversation y'all like real quick would you be okay with your partner having a pressed flower collage shaped like your vagina in the shape of your genitals because, I I don't know. I, I might. <laughs> I think I would. I. But also, I don't because that's. I, how would they do that? So would the partner take a picture, of the vagina. Of my of my coochie of my of my love pouch, and then give it to, the the person that's going to create it and they'll be staring at my vagina as reference for the flowers. I I don't know if I want somebody to have just a picture of my vagina, just staring at them and taking a picture of it. And then also like, what if it's, what if it's hairy? Well, what would you do? Would you do, like, different color flowers of the same type of flower? Like, if you had, like, a hot pink and then a light pink. So, like, a, a, a light pink for the part and then a hot pink for the hair. Like, what? Is that how that would work? Like, how would that even look? And I just, I don't know. What y'all doing? I'm on the fence. Like, I'm like, eh, and then I said, mm, maybe, like, I don't i don't know so let me know you of course you might gotta tell the whole world like you can tell me though like you can send me an email i i'm just curious um i know if you have had that happen or have that done to you i don't i don't know if i want to see that so don't don't send me that i don't need that but a simple yes or no would suffice If you ever want to tell me, because I got, I got questions. But if you have done it, I I got questions about how that works. I feel like all of us would need to know how that works. If we, if you're like me and curious, I I want to know how that works. I'm weird. So I don't know. That's interesting. But yeah, I just, yeah. I had to let y'all know because I read that part and I said, what is this? A shape like a vagina, people do that. Shaped like their genitals, people do that. They they do that. Where do they do that? I don't I don't get it. So, mm hmm. But like, just to move forward, I have two more things. Last two things, and then I'm gonna get to our plot twist. Uh, honestly, all of chapter fourteen broke my heart. Like especially. Page 102. I, it broke my heart completely. So, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be a true second chance book without a true breakup. And that felt real to me completely. And last but not least, that guy Aiden? Aiden? I don't like him. I don't think I like him at all. I really don't. But those are the things I need to get off my chest. Um, that was 13 minutes of your time, which I 100% appreciate. Um, but let's get to these pl- plot twists, okay? Um, Dominic got a brother. He has a whole brother. I was completely shook. Like when I found out this man has a whole brother, I was like, excuse me? It, like just popping out of nowhere. Like what does he do? What What's happening? Where, where is the tea? Where is the tea? Okay. I need to know everything. And and then not only did we have a estranged, an estranged. What? I can't say that word. <laughs> but not only do we have an estranged brother. Which I feel like he's sexy as fuck. Um, but we got a murder. What do these things have in common? What's happening? I need to know, so that side plot it's it's coming out to be pretty good. I really like it so far. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening, but it's getting me going. It gets the people going so I so we're moving right into our last part of the whole meeting guys uh things to look forward to let's let's just wrap this all up. Um, here's what I'm thinking. So a couple things I'm looking forward to are the growth in both of these characters, both separately, as well as their relationship with each other. I'm still thinking she's going to get kidnapped or something. So fingers crossed for that. And I do want to know, one, who's doing the anonymous phone calls? I have a feeling that it's somebody, but I I need to know what these anonymous phone calls are and to why does this man have a lighter in his pocket all the time what's with the lighter what's the story so i need to know about those things and then one last thing before i let before i let you guys go we're almost done um is a, a really cool thing i i thought about And it's called the Baddie Daddy Award of the episode. Um, We'll also have a Baddie Daddy Award of the book at the end. But right now, it's just the episodes. And let me tell you guys how these work. These completely imaginary awards go out to characters that just had some badass moments. You know, the ones that make you gasp out loud or cheer or jeer at them um, through the pages that is a baddie daddy award. It could be a villain. It could be a hero. It could be a heroine. It could be anyone. Honestly, as long as the clapbacks are real, that's all I'm looking for. In first place, we have Mr. John Tay Russo, chapter 19, page 55. In second place, we have Alessandra, chapter 10, page 63. And in third place, we have our baby Sloane, Sloan, uh, chapter 8, page 43. Dante, uh, Sloan for being the true MVP for her friends. Allie for entering her independent era and putting on that freakum dress, which was the only reasonable option. And Dante for saying what we were all thinking this whole time. So cheers for you contestants and good luck on the Baddie Daddy Award for the book but that's it y'all um I want you guys to read uh chapters 15 to 30 is what we're going to talk about next week which I cannot wait to get my hands on um and if you haven't started reading respectfully what the fuck are you doing go to the store and pick up this damn book okay and happy reading y'all bye Thank you for listening to the Naughty Bookworm Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and tell us all about it. And if you didn't, then comment any suggestions that you may have. All are welcomed and help make the show continue. Sending your additional thoughts and book recommendations to at the naughty pod at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show to be notified for future episodes and more. Until next time.